0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: It is 1108 and it is a beautiful day for the fair. That is where I am broadcasting the Gillette Show live from. Uh, I am at the Minnesota uh, State fair it's the kickoff to summer fair kind of like a preview there's fair food and music and, uh, uh, and and so much fun so we've already been on the giant slide not all the rides are up and operational but uh, the slide is open so my kids have already gone on there and we've had a good time doing that I went to Dino's early um, for that uh, bomba juice that they have With the, it's a slushy with gray duck uh, vodka in it my fave um, and they told me they couldn't serve it to me until 11 and i said ma'am um i, I have a show uh, at 11 i have to be on the radio um but uh, apparently she didn't uh really care uh because she said they would not give it to me until 11 so it's soon as the next commercial break happens, believe me, I will be sipping on a slushie from Dino's. Uh, and it's just a beautiful day for the Minnesota State Fair preview. There's so many amazing things going on today. You know, it's so funny because, you know, when, when the winter is here and it's making national news and my son's on Good Morning America for shoveling eight inches of snow while dancing and Michael Strahan and Robin Roberts are, are laughing at me for being trapped in the house because instead of Andrew shoveling, he's dancing. Um, You wonder why in the world do I continue to do this each and every year? And then you get one of these beautiful uh, 70 degree day May days. And there's not a cloud in the sky and the wind's not blowing too much. And, you know, you get out here and you see your, your good friends and, and, and they're at the good fair. And, oh, we're having a good Minnesota get together and we're waiting for the shops to open and, you know, the kids are riding and playing and the grown folks are looking happy and relaxed. You say, this is why I do it. I do it for this. It's, it's Minnesota, man. It is Minnesota and it is beautiful. So if you did not know about this, because I um, was not aware that there was a kickoff to summer at the fair. Um, it is going on today and tomorrow so you can still get out here today as well as tomorrow it, it happened from the 25th through the 28th um and, and some of the things they've got free outdoor music uh entertainment the mascots are here Andy's Grill is open, Ballpark Cafe, uh, Coasters, Dino's, uh, Giggles Campfire Grill, R.C.'s Barbecue, Summer Lakes Beverage, uh, so much fun for the kids. They've got a new pickleball area. So they're out there. There's a court. There's a pickleball court, and they are playing pickleball. Um, 20 specialty merchants, uh, soda clothing, state fair wear, must be rough, Lucky Shots. Um, uh, th- they're the ones that, that are doing the pickleball. Uh, there's paddleball. So much more. I'm waiting for bacon on a stick. I sent the kids are here with Sean. I said uh, I need they would. We want to play. No, you don't. You want to go get me uh, one of those Grey Duck vodka drinks from Dino's uh, Euros, and you want to go get me a big fat bacon on a stick. I'm gonna pretend that I uh, am not on a diet today. Uh huh. That's 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 my goal. I'm I'm suspending the diet. So the tickets are twelve dollars and fifty cents in advance. Uh, Kids four and under are free and don't require a ticket. Um, and at the gate, at the gate, the tickets are a little bit different. They're $15.50. And um, I'm telling you right now, it is so nice because it's not so busy. Um, we're not elbow to elbow. Sweet Martha's Cookies is open. I don't know if you can smell it from where you are, but I'm here to tell you, uh, I might just, um, you know, I've got a blanket and a pillow in the car and I might just hang out there. And uh, you know, take me a nap after I eat because I'm not going to be in any condition to drive home. I, my plan, the plan that I have, is to have uh, be in a, a food coma. Mm-hmm. I, I plan to be full of cookies and pronto pups, bacon on a stick, um, and then I'm going to top that off with that um, that, that that gray duck uh, slushy from Dino's and so if you're if you're here already or you're planning to come here stop by the WCCO radio booth my kids and I are here give us a big giant wave blow us a kiss we would be so happy and delighted to see you now um, I have to let you know before Linnea gets upset before Tom Graves gives me the stink eye before Brenda Grahams uh, gets uh, upset about anything we have an abbreviated show today not because I want to run off and enjoy the fair I do But because we've got a Twins game coming up, they're taking on the Blue Jays at Target Field. Steve Thompson is coming on at 12 o'clock so he can preview the game for you. So this is an abbreviated Shaletta show. But we have an amazing show lineup today because, as you know, uh, it's the third anniversary of the murder of George Floyd. Um, I was out at the square um, doing a live shot with NBC News uh, with my production team just talking about some of the plans we had. Um, here in Minneapolis to honor him and and his legacy and how that moment turned into a movement. And, you know, some of the people on the ground, like myself and and so many others, uh, one of the things that we like to say is um, Minnesota is the modern uh, day uh, civil rights movement, the birthplace of that. Um, Sounds of Blackness is performing. There's a healing garden and and so many things happening out there um, today. Um, And and so uh, if you have your family and you have occasion uh, to get out to George Floyd Square to honor um, his life and the movement and what has taken place and how life has changed since then, I encourage you and your family uh, to do that as well. So, So we've got an abbreviated show. We're on until 12. I've got C Mental Health coming up. You know, one of the things that people are doing now is they are prioritizing their mental health. So we'll be talking to them about the new initiative in Hennepin County and Pacer Center. If you have a child with special needs, uh, you have come in contact with them. They do amazing work and advocate for families and give us the tools we need to help our children. Well, guess what? They have a new CEO and we'll be talking to them on today's show. And then we're going to be getting all the scoop on the fair with the fair folks. Uh, Maria Hayton is going to join us to talk about Uh, This weekend's kickoff to summer at the fair, the preview, what folks can expect and what they're looking forward to. That's all on the Shaletta show coming up next. I tell you what, love has everything to do with it. I love me some Senator Carrie Dietzik. Um, she just called me on my cell phone during commercial break. I saw her at the Capitol uh, when Governor Tim Walz signed that one Minnesota bill, and I got a chance to hug her in the midst of her own health battle with cancer. Um, she was in the state Senate battling uh, for Minnesotans. And I tell you, I just get chills when I think about her dedication and her commitment to the people of this great state. She is such an inspiration. And she joked with me, she said, Shaletta, I almost took my wig off and showed you. We have the same haircut Uh, because cancer has taken her hair, but it has not taken her heart for people Please continue to keep uh, Senator Kerry Dietzik in your prayers. When she showed up on the steps of the Capitol, uh, the crowd and all of the elected officials began chanting her name. And I was right there with them. Um, She's gotten so many phone calls and emails and notes of appreciation from cancer survivors and people who are still in the fight battling cancer to see her out there working um, and doing her job um she could have just laid down and and rolled over she has every right to for what she is going through with that treatment but she stood tall she stood firm and I I tell you her resilience is uh, more than I can even choke down right now I just feel like I want to cry and I think about her mental health and I think about what she endured what she had to go through to get her mind right to get her mind strong so that she could battle cancer and, and battle for the people of Minnesota. And, you know, a lot of times we put our mental health on the back burner. We think about everybody else before we think about ourselves, especially women. And, you know, one of my podcasters and at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com, Shay Sandifer, uh, I, I was trying to get her to record her podcast. And she said, I'm going to have to do it in the airport. I said, why? She said, because I feel myself hitting a wall and I need to get away. And so she talked openly about needing to take a break. But but how do you know how to do that? How do you tap into um, your mental health and be in tune with with your feelings, your emotions? Because I'm telling you, I'm running right into the wall. I don't know how to take a break and not hit a brick. And so I found out about a program called C Mental Health. That's S-E-E Mental Health dot org. Um, it is right here. It, it is available um, in Hennepin County. If you live in Hennepin County, I suggest you go to that website right now what is it we're getting ready to talk all about it to the project manager for hennepin county mental health awareness um this campaign this C mental health uh jocelyn uh is uh on the phone line with me joining us courtesy of the john schuster caldwell banker hotline jocelyn thank you so much you're a mom uh just like me you got a five-year-old i got you know two little boys that are still single digits and you know life can be stressful life can you know, be hard and difficult. And, you know, yeah. the last thing moms do, especially moms, is think about their mental health. We drag sometimes and crawl into bed every night hoping for a, a, a restart and, and refresh for the next day. But that's just not the way to do it. And you've got to see mm-hmm. health, um, mm-hmm. dot org. It's available in Hennepin County. Talk to me about this program, because for some folks, this is the first time they're hearing about it
2: absolutely absolutely well first off thank you for having me shaletta i'm very excited and glad to be here the C mental health is a mental health awareness campaign that's happening county-wide in hennepin county it's a year-long campaign that's really beginning to start and normalize dialogues about mental health and the focus is really to reduce the stigma um, we're really trying to elevate all the ways that people may see mental health in their everyday lives and how we can build some meaningful connections and illuminate ways that people can move forward. And you're right, as mothers, you know, it's, it's so difficult sometimes to turn off and, and find time and space to really reset and connect with each other. But it's so important, right? Right. And we yeah. really see this as an opportunity to connect with community, a number of different communities that we want to help support and let people know that they're not alone if they're facing um, challenges with their mental health.
1: And, and how does C mental health work? I, I'm telling folks go to org. but when they get on the website, what's available?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So on the website, uh, we newly de- designed it just a few weeks ago, and it illuminates like a bit of the more or less the concept we're trying to go for in showcasing what does mental health look like. We have some, you know, information um, in a number of different languages, and we talk about some of the, the issues within the state um, at a st- um, and talk about some of the statistics, but we also illuminate, you know, things like self-care or the ways that, you know, Seeking out opportunities to laugh, smile, connect with each other are are these practical ways we can do mental health every day that are in everyone's excess. And so, um, the campaign it's a campaign website, so it's really to help feature and promote um, all the ways that mental health may exist within the community. And we're using it as an opportunity to showcase to community all around hennepin county what all this can look like
1: and what it can look like is us living healthier lives us um being able to access the resources and tools we need um because this is the thing miss jocelyn you don't even know where to get started you know if i'm around the house and i'm crying for no reason if i'm if i'm snapping at my kids if i'm stressed out i I don't know what's next other than to try to sit down or, or go lock myself in the bathroom and sit on the toilet and pretend I'm going to potty and cry so I can do it in private in peace. But but the thing that I appreciate about C Mental Health is it gives me an opportunity, an avenue, whether I'm at the laptop or I'm on the phone um, or the kids are on the iPad, I can snatch it from them and go to seementalhealth.org and, and find out about some resources that are available. See Mental Health for me it's been an opportunity for um, me to to pass along to women in my circle and, and people that I know and other autism moms who are always at the brink, uh, a place where they can go and get that next step.
2: Right, right, right. And we, um, we're we in community right now, too. So it's not just a, a big marketing promotion. We're out in community. We're at the Songkran Thai New Year Festival today uh, in, at the state capitol and we're, we're going around different communities because we know that this topic means different things to different communities, and it's complex. There's a lot of historical trauma that exists within a number of different communities, the Black community included, and um, we all process and, and talk about this differently. So how do we make space for that and promote that?
1: And, you know, for Juneteenth, you all are going to be out in community. You've got this uh, mobile unit that that you're going to be bringing to community throughout the month of June. Talk to me about that, because, you know, a lot of times people say, "Okay, I'm online, but, you know, where can I go? And and I just really like this mobile unit that is not just folks sitting down online answering questions or, you know, providing the resources, but you're going to be where folks are are and I, I so appreciate you being at Juneteenth Fest and you're gonna be at the Pride Fest. Talk to me about this mobile unit.
2: Yeah, so we it's two parts. We have a fully electric van that we are that we have as part of our Hennepin County fleet that we're borrowing and it's completely wrapped with some sea mental health messaging, um and, and some really colorful images of people and we are part of the van is actually also um this engagement booth, And so part of the booth has like a wheel spinner and some activities. Where we're really trying to illuminate all the ways that we can remind people of like some of the things that may exist in their lives that help them find connections to find a way forward to know that they're not alone. So like anything, if you're ever out at one of our events, you know, we have coloring sheets for the kids, adults too, because mm-hmm. coloring is great for mindfulness. We have, um, a way that people can broadcast and share a message to the greater hennepin county community if they'd like through a a ring light video recording um Mm -hmm. set up we have and and some of the questions we're asking community is like you know what brings you joy or what Mm. gives you hope what Mm -hmm. does it mean to be part of community and coming out of covid It's so important that we reflect and ask these questions and remind ourselves of who our people are, who our connections in the community are, because it it brought on a lot of isolation. And we know COVID wasn't the only thing, too, right? There were other stressors in the community. Mm -hmm. And so how how do we help people feel more connected, whether it's being connected to themselves personally within their own body or connected to the community around them and really wrap themselves around that?
1: Well, I just can't thank you enough for being on the show. I'm going to be out at the mobile unit um, for Juneteenth. Uh, For folks who are looking for more information on where they can connect to these mobile units and uh, making sure they get connected to see mental health, um, I just want everyone who is in Hennepin County, whether it is your church group or your sister circle or your book club, um, we are all going through something. Everybody Mm -hmm. has something. I I just got a call. Uh, today right before the show that my father-in-law's favorite cousin passed away mm. and mm. I got a call two days ago that my uncle passed away my, my mother's mm. sister's husband and, and so I've got to hold it together for these kids I've got to hold it together for my listeners I still got work to do and how do you press past that get somebody who can give you the tools and resources and help you need how am I still smiling? How am I still mm-hmm. joyful in the midst of mm-hmm. all that? Uh, I'm going to see mental health and getting the information I need. That's S-E-E mental health, H-E-A-L-T-H dot org. We've been talking to Jocelyn McWhorter on the John Schuster Caldwell of Hotline. Ms. Jocelyn, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And you all stick around, we've got weather and coming up, the new CEO of
0: Pacer Center. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you You can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: I remember when um, I had not one, not two, but three kids recently diagnosed with autism. You know, I tell people all the time getting that autism diagnosis is very reassuring. But it's also very frightening and it's heavy because now you know what's wrong, but then where do you go from there? How do you interact with the schools? What resources are available for your kids? You've got denied uh, because you applied for Social Security and didn't get it. How do you, how do you appeal that? You don't think the teachers are, are giving your kid an opportunity to succeed. How do you, how do you speak up for, for your kids? You you don't even know the language. You don't even know what an IEP stands for. Your social worker won't call you back. What do you do? Hmm? Cry? Baby, you call Pacer Center. They have been in this community helping families who have developmentally challenged children and adults to care for. And when I say they have been a lifeline for me, and so many other autism moms in my circle, I just, I I can't even begin to tell you. People say, Shaletta, these, your kids are doing so well. They're doing so good. Well, you know what? There was a time when they weren't. There was a time when they could not look at me, when they were all in pampers at five, six, and seven years old, and nobody was potty trained. When I tried to put them on regular underpants, they would have accidents and wouldn't even realize they were wet. That's how severely autistic my children were. But I have to thank the folks at the Pacer Center for educating me in those workshops, uh, whether they were virtual or in person, for talking me off the cliff so many days. Their counselors are there to give me the tools and resources that they need so that I know what to ask for when I go to school, so I know what to demand when they go to therapy, so that I know what the responsibility of my social worker is. Pacer did that for me. And for thousands of other families, just like mine. So when I found out they had new leadership, I had to get Tonya Tisley on the line and ask her, what is her mission? What is her goal? What is the objective? And how can we help her succeed as the new leader of Pacer Center? And she is uh, joining me courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Tonya, thank you so much for being here.
3: Well, oh, thank you, Shaletta, for inviting me. I'm—I've heard you speak, and I am so much appreciate what you're doing to bring awareness to challenges for children with disabilities and the things that their families face. And thank you for your kind words about Pacer as well.
1: Now, I have to ask you—you um, you are coming into a historic and very beloved organization. Um, this organization does a lot of work, and so many people um depend on pacer center to help them and their families not just survive but thrive um how long have you been in this new leadership capacity and and tell me what your thoughts are so far
3: so i have been at pacer center for two months now uh, as their new executive director and you're right uh pacer center itself has been around for 47 years and i am only their second executive director so big shoes to fill and uh, But I'm not brand new to PACER itself. I also have uh, uh, twins with disabilities. So I've used mm-hmm. PACER services myself. Mm-hmm. And when I think about what we do, I really like to talk about PACER Center as helping children and young adults uh, with disabilities and their families learn how to unlock doors. So you mm-hmm. talked about your, your personal experience, Shaletta. Figuring out what's available for your children and then actually going through the process to get what they need so desperately is so challenging. And so I talked about my twins. I, uh, I'm i highly educated. English is my native language. I have access to technology, and I could not figure out how to get what they needed. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine how much more difficult it is for people without those advantages that I just described. So that's why PACER exists, uh, to help those families learn how to unlock the doors to those resources and services, and that's why I'm so excited to be a part of it and to be their new executive director.
1: Now, um, like you said, big shoes to fill um, in the 47-year history of the organization You're two months in, but I know even before you took this role, because you have special needs children like mine, uh, you had some goals and objectives. Talk to me about some of the things that you want to do and want to see done, because let me tell you something. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that we got some fresh new ideas and fresh energy and new perspectives, you know the old way of doing things is great but sometimes folks can come in and say you know this is new this is different this is fresh this is a new approach a different way of thinking and doing things a different way of reaching folks talk to me about that
3: so that's one of the reasons i'm so excited to be talking to you because my absolute number one goal is to reach more families of all backgrounds and all cultures who have children with disabilities so that they know who PACER is, what do we do, and how do you find us. Uh, and when you talked about going into an IEP meeting, I think about, you know, so many people, you find it so intimidating to walk into that meeting when there are 10 people from the school district, all of them have been to dozens of those meetings, when you as a parent have only gone through this one time. And so we've heard parents talk about informations and tools they received from PACER that gave them the confidence to go to those meetings and advocate for their children in the way you talked about. And one of the challenges as we think about how do people find us? Mm-hmm. We have only so many mm-hmm. people to talk to parents one on one. So we are starting to experiment more and more with online webinars. Uh, mm-hmm. pre-recorded workshops, adult learning, how do we really help reach more and more people? And then I heard you tell a story about a month ago at a luncheon that you and I were both at mm-hmm. where you talked about the fact that at one point you learned from a white mom about some services that your family were entitled to and uh, that you thought for some reason only white moms were hearing about that. And so we've been concerned about that for a long time, but I Mm -hmm. want to make sure you and other people know we actually have a team of people that's all they do is make sure that we're, in addition to helping people overcome the special education language and all those acronyms that you have to learn, that we help people who also have cultural and language barriers that add to those challenges. So we have people who actually really focus on the Native American communities, Latino communities, Somali, Hmong, and African American communities to really make sure that we're reaching as many people as we can uh, with language. And,
1: and I appreciate color. that. I appreciate that. And the, one of the things that you don't, people don't understand is that when I'm in, and I was just in my Somali community uh, talking to some folks with my friends at Accra, um, whose children have autism and, and it's, it's difficult enough to get people, um, especially my immigrant parents to get their kids in, to get them tested because they look at that as this is a mark on them. This is a bad thing. Uh, they're going to be ostracized. So I get them over that hump. And, and then when I'm trying to connect them to service, that's the language barrier. But you have translators, and that's the one thing that I want to make sure that people understand.
3: Absolutely. We have people who speak those languages that I talked about and understand the cultural barriers that you're talking about. about. I don't want to ask for help because I don't want people to think that I need help and that that's a black mark against my family. So thank you for saying that. Uh, you also asked about what else are we doing? So we also have a whole group of people that mm-hmm. do nothing but help families with assistive technology. So mm-hmm. my favorite story in that area is about a family who came to us with a three-year-old, and the child was nonverbal, had never spoken, and we helped them look at communication devices, what could they use to help their child speak, and while they were at our location, the child who was three years old used this device and Mm. their parents heard them say, I love you for the very first time. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, we have this whole team that will help people find the right technology. And then we have a whole library of technology that people can check out and use to make sure that it's the right technology for their family before they ask for help for the County or the state. Uh, to help pay for that uh, technology. So we want people to come and u- try things out, learn what's new that you may never even heard of before that can help make that kind of an impact of hearing your child communicate for the first time or helping them move across the room for a first time by using technology.
1: Well, I just can't thank you enough. I am rooting for you, supporting for you. Use me and this show as a platform. If you want to get the word out, I know you've got events coming up. You've got workshops coming up. If there's anything that I can help you promote and publicize, I am available uh, for you. Uh, We have been talking uh, to Ms. Tanya Teasley. She is a new leader over at Pacer Center. If you need more information, you're hearing something that you can pass along to families at your church or in your circle, um, kids who are at your school, that you know their parents need this help, send them to Pacer.org. That's where they can go. The Pacer Center is a champion for children with disabilities. Thank you so much for being with me this morning. I appreciate it.
3: Thank
1: you so much, Shaletta. All right. And she has been joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Don't go anywhere. I am live from the fair and we are talking to, I call them the fair folks coming up next. Josh Wheeler, our amazing producer back at the historic WCCO radio studios has been playing Tina Turner all morning. Simply one of the best to ever do it male or female. Uh, The queen of rock and roll left this earth at 83 years young. Um, How um, she just left a legacy of perseverance and grit and hard work and never giving up on yourself. She believed in her when nobody else did. And I tell you, if you are a woman out there and you are listening, don't give up on you, girlfriend. Because Tina Turner was beaten left behind, battered, bruised, and broke, but she left this world as the queen of rock and roll. Your story is not over. You still got more to do, and I tell you what, there is still more fun to be had today. If you are looking for something to do and a way to enjoy this amazing weather, you would want to meet me at the Minnesota State Fair. What's going on? The kickoff to summer at the fair. It is a preview. We are having fun. We've been playing pickleball. We had our Prano Pups. I am sipping right now on my gray duck slushy. From uh, Dino's, we are heading over to Sweet Martha's, and we're going to play some mini golf. It is all happening today and tomorrow from 11 to 7. And I have Maria Hayden joining me on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline from the Minnesota State Fair. Girl, if it, if it was more beautiful and more perfect, I would have to pinch myself to make sure I'm not dreaming. This is the perfect day to be out <laughs> at the fair.
4: It really is. We got blessed with a beautiful, beautiful weekend of weather and we are just enjoying it here at kickoff to summer at the fair. We're having a great weekend so far.
1: Okay, now my kids had to introduce me to kickoff at the state fair. I didn't even know it was going on for folks who don't quite know what's happening because it's not fair time. What is today and tomorrow all about?
4: Yeah, so kickoff to summer at the fair, we like to call our slice of the fair event. You get to experience 35 different food vendors, uh, over 20 different shopping vendors, and then a slew of different activities for the whole family to enjoy, a lot of which you wouldn't really see at fair time. Like you mentioned, we've got mini golf. Can Can Wonderland has produced this beautiful brand new mini golf course um, that is completely state fair themed. So that's something that's really cool that we're showing off at kickoff to summer at the fair this year. Lucky Shots Pickleball Club has brought a pickleball court to the East Grandstand Plaza. Trivia Mafia is running trivia in the grandstand. We've got historical walking tours with the Minnesota State Fair Foundation. So there's tons to do at kickoff to summer at the fair uh, to get your little kind of taste of the fair now this summer.
1: And it's not too late to get tickets. Tell folks where they can get tickets, because I know if you get them online, you can save a few dollars.
4: Yes. So if you buy them online before the gates open, you can save $3 on your tickets. So if you're coming tomorrow, go ahead and buy them now, and you can get a little bit of a discount. Otherwise, you can buy them at the gate, um, or you can still purchase them online for today. We've still got some tickets available. So uh, 11 to 7 today and tomorrow, we'd love to see everyone out here.
1: And, you know, this is the thing that I love is you've got the tradition of the big slide and you've got the traditional shop set, you know, around Sweet Martha's Cookies but you've also added the pickleball so you know the fair is constantly looking for new and innovative things how do you make that decision because everybody and their mama's playing pickleball my girlfriend mary lehama's husband is now like (laughs) a pickleball superstar he's going all over the world playing pickleball they're doing stories about him and and i gotta catch up because i'm I'm late to this whole pickleball game but when i went by there before my show the line was already forming for folks Mm -hmm. to play so the fair is just really innovative like that still trying to hold on to those great minnesota traditions but looking for new opportunities to grow and and get new things uh, at the fairground for families to enjoy
4: absolutely you just nailed it right on the head we uh we we love our traditions just like everyone else you know your sweet martha's cookies your mouth trap cheese curds we love having them here but kickoff has been a really great experience for us to kind of try some new things the pickleball has been really big just out in the world. So it's something we're really excited. We were able to bring to the fairgrounds for kickoff. Uh, the mini golf, brand new this year, something that we've never done before. So I think this kind of slice of the fair event is a really great opportunity to just try out some new things. We've also got some food vendors. We've got some food trucks that you wouldn't traditionally see at the fair. We've I got know. and Sambusa Express. They're right out in front of your booth there. Um, they are are uh, new to this event as well this year. So kickoff is just a really great opportunity to have your fair favorites, but also try some new things at the fairgrounds.
1: And, you know, um, Sean took the kids on a walk when I started the show, and he mm-hmm. was sending me so many pictures um, that I had to tell him stop because I couldn't focus. <laughs> because, girl, when he sent me the photo of West Indies Soul and the food truck, that is like mm-hmm. I Favorite spot that was like the restaurant that we went to every Sunday after church before we had kids, and we followed them over to uh the 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 food area what was it was that in minneapolis oh my gosh i 'm drawing a blank here, but they were at the uh the the market in Minneapolis where all the oh. vendors are and they, they were over there you know what i 'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, Midtown Global Market. And now they've got uh, a little storefront over uh, in, uh, in uh, like a little frog town area right off of a uh, mm-hmm. university. And so so we have been loyal fans of theirs for a long time. And then, um, you know, like I, I was uh, talking earlier about uh, the Grey Duck Vodka uh, slushy. Uh, I was trying to get it before I went on the air girl. And they wouldn't let me get it. They said they couldn't sell it till eleven o'clock. So the oh. kids were on the slide and I was like, Get them kids off of that slide and get over here and get me my slushy. So I could yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so have So I could have my slushy while food, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and telling us all about it. We've been chatting with Maria Hayden, courtesy of the John schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Don't go anywhere, even though the Shaletta show is over. My friend Steve Thompson is coming up next. He'll be on from 12 to 1230. And then the Twins versus Toronto at Target Field. And then after that, Steve will be back with a lot of sports chatter right here on WCCO, your good neighbor station.